Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Luke, do you remember back a couple of years ago when mm-hmm. Civilization V came out? I do, yes. And remember how I got a little bit obsessed with it and played 300 near consecutive hours of it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know that 6 has recently come out. Have you picked that up yet? Yeah. Yeah, I have. You have? I have. Look, I haven't played a whole lot of it. I only picked it up last night. Yep. But, uh, you know, this could be bad. This could be bad for me. Well, I know, even with 5, I played it once. That game took me like 12 hours, and that was me just sitting there. Yeah. And it's because that game, there's something about it's just a one more turn. Yes. That's the curse of it, right? You can save the game and come back, but... Yeah, you can. I've never gone back to a safe game. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I- I've done a couple of campaigns where I've um, restored off of save games to uh, keep the same going over multiple days, but... Mostly, if I can't start and finish one in one sitting, I'll, I'll abandon it and start again. Because, yeah, by the time you get back to it, you don't remember where you are, what you're up to. But tell me, what's six like? Look, six so far hasn't captivated me, I'll admit that. Okay. In the way that five did. It's, it's got a few more steps to do every time, which is fine. Once I get my head around those, I'll be happy to also work in diplomacy into my kind of step-by-step gameplay. That's yep. all fine. What I don't like about it is that it's very cartoony. Yes, I have heard this. It's uh, Civ Five kind of had this real serious kind of tone to it, whereas this looks like cartoon characters, and I don't know why they've made that decision. Um, No, I, I don't know, because I have seen it, and it does look a bit cartoony to what it has been in the past. Could it just be... I know they've got a rule that when they're creating Civ games that they've got like a 33% rule. 33% so, of what? Yep. 33% of the game has to be the same. Right. 33% has to be, like, tweaks, uh-huh. and 33% has to be new. Okay, okay, that's interesting. It's a good philosophy. Mm, so that's why it's instead of just releasing the same game yeah. every time, maybe this time they just couldn't work out what was new for the 33%, <laughs> so let's make it cartoon. Yeah. It just takes away, I don't know, look, I probably, I'll be the first to admit that I take playing Civ a bit too seriously, right? Yeah. Like, for a game that's not... In any way, an RPG, I play it like an RPG. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yep. look, it's probably just me wanting it to be a bit more serious because I project a lot of seriousness onto it. But, uh, yeah, just not really enjoying the jokey characters. Mind you, I'm fairly certain that this is Sean Bean doing the voiceover. Uh, okay. But boy, how can you take it seriously? Like, Gandhi is the most vicious person in that game. <laughs> yeah, man. You come up against Gandhi. He's all about the nukes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is funny how they do that. I, I do wish that's you've actually highlighted one of my not problems with Civ, but something that I, I, I guess makes Civ interesting, but also takes away the ability to play it real hardcore, which is like that you can start off being Gandhi or you can be America, for example. You can be the United States of America. And yep. You still start off in the Stone Age, whereas I I want to only be able to play civilizations that are existing at that time and i want them yeah. to evolve over time in the right way you know what i mean so like if i'm well, the yeah. babylonians in the neolith era then i i want to you know i want to be the ottomans by the time i get to the middle ages you know what i mean yep 
I think this is you just trying to bring more into the game than there ever will be. <laughs> yes, correct. But yeah, I, I can't help with that. <laughs> no, it's all it's all in my head. Here's something else I can't help with. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15. Sure. It's been it comes out next week, and I know some of our listeners are looking forward to it. But it's been released early in a few other parts of the world. People are complaining about getting spoilers. <laughs> right. The problem I have with these people, they were watching it live on Twitch. All right. Well, there's your problem. Like, it's not that's not stopping across a news story and reading <laughs> a bit too far or catching a picture. That's you're watching it. You know what you're doing. Yeah, that's not like Game of Thrones where everyone's updated their status to oh, blood will throw the red wedding. Yeah, that's. Like, that's, yeah, so, that's seriously avoidable stuff right there. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, you know how I don't really care about spoilers? Yeah. I don't actually come across many spoilers either. Well, I think it's not that you don't care about them. Your exact words to me last time were, I don't believe in spoilers. Yep. Well, it's true. Like, you're still going to go in and ex- what way you experience might be completely different to how everyone else does. Yep, that's true too. There, there are movies I know out there that people hated that I loved. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I encounter that on a daily basis, Luke. <laughs> Hudson Hawk, I still think is a great movie. Oh, Hudson Hawk is a great movie. But so many people don't like it. Mate, Hudson Hawk is such an original idea for that kind of wacky crime movie. Yep. Singing show tunes of varying lengths so that he knows how long he has to burgle a house. That's brilliance. Yep. They need to make a sequel to that. I read a fact. Yeah, they should do a sequel to that, and they should do it now. Like... Hollywood's listening to us. Yeah, that's true. Hudson, Hawk, write it down. Yep. You know how he has a latte? uh, No, not a latte, a a cappuccino. Yes. That's his one thing he wants. Yeah, yeah, he wants his cappuccino, right? Apparently, the writer of that discovered the cappuccino while he was in Europe, and this is the first reference in any American movie or TV show to a cappuccino. That can't be true, can it? I read that it was, and that, that cappuccinos became popular after that. But before then, no mention of cappuccino. I'm not putting this out there as a fact. I'm putting this out there as something I read on the internet. Yeah. So if you want to take it as fact, you can research it. But we're just telling you what Dan wrote. That's right. And if you want to criticize me, you can come back and say, your sources are wrong. I don't want people coming back going, you swore to me that the cappuccino was invented in 1985. Our sources are always something we might have read somewhere on the internet. That's or right. in my case, I might have dreamt it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Quite often we report on news that Luke's dreamt. Speaking of which, Luke, and, and yes. I, I don't want to jump too quickly through our topics today, but there's, there's a headline here that I swear must have come right out of one of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, Trump's victory has encouraged The Rock to run for president. Oh, my God. I, 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 if this happens, if he officially announces, mm-hmm. I'm going to move to America, I'm going to start getting my paperwork <laughs> yeah. so I can vote for him. Yeah, yeah. The Rock Johnson How good would The Rock be wants as the to be president? our next celebrity president and People magazine is determined to make this the new normal. I, I could see him as president. Yeah, same. I can mm. see him being the kind of president that you get from uh, movies like Independence Day, you know? Yep. Where he just comes up and riles everyone up. But in a good way. Yeah. Not against people, just bring everyone together. Yeah, yeah. And he's not going to take any shit. No. No, he's not someone you're going to want to piss off. Exactly. So has he said he's going to do this or is people saying he he's going to He came out this? and said something along the lines of, well, if Trump can be president, anyone can. Even I could. And the world has just jumped on that. Okay, so in 2020, we're going to have... The Rock going against Kanye West. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the world we live in now. It's scary because it could actually happen. And it's scary. Probably West would win somehow. Yeah. Or he probably wouldn't, but we'd never hear the end of it. Yeah. You just, Rock would be coming up to do his first speech <laughs> and Kanye would just run up stage. Look, I'm going to let you finish, but I'm just going to say this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Beyonce had the best presidential campaign of all time, y'all, of all time. <laughs> okay, so no, no, I could. I don't think he actually would. I think he's. Mm. I see what he's saying. Like, yep, like if he could, anyone can. I could, but I, I think he's too sensible to do it. Yeah, I think so too. But here's the thing: America now has a president endorsed by the Ku Klux Klan, right? I'm not going down this path, Luke. Don't worry. I'm just saying. Like, no, 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 no. it's going a bit yeah. weird, right? Well, it's sort of funny because the way I think Trump did it, he's, he sort of played it everyone's sort of beers in the back of their head. Mm-hmm. And now he's actually won. He's, yeah, no, that's not true. No, be nice to each other. No, Hillary's a nice person. We're not going to go after her. Like, he's just backtrack on everything he said. He's just saying stuff to get elected. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, well, that's, the, that's the whole problem with with the way that presidential campaigns, not just in America, but all over the world, are run now. It's, it's basically yeah. get elected at any cost. Well, here's something I found actually quite funny with Australian advertising laws. Yeah. In Australia, you can't advertise something that's wrong. Sure. Like, if you know what's wrong, it's can't. But if you're running for an election, mm-hmm. you don't have to, it doesn't have to be true. It just has to be said by someone. Yeah, right. Do you know how at the end of all of our presidential uh, election ads, it's always... Oh. Said by such and such from yep, me. spoken by Luke Alderson from the AOP Canberra. Yep. The reason they say that is because someone just has to say it. Doesn't mean it has to be true what they said, but that person said it. So it's true that they said it. Yes. <laughs> but what they're saying may not be true. Yeah. But if I was advertising the new PlayStation and I went, this will run Xbox games and PC games and you will never have to replace it ever, that would be wrong, you'd get in trouble for that. Okay, what if this? What if you came out and, and made wild claims about the PlayStation and then over the end little blurb it said, um, spoken by Luke Olson, Canberra? No, because it's not part of a political campaign yet. Mm. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. It's weird that they changed the law to allow that kind of thing. You would think that there'd be laws to protect against that kind of thing. Yeah, like if you're coming out and say something like it's the truth, but we'll... Maybe what that person's saying they believe is to be the truth, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Microsoft has to come out with a little bit of an apology? Do they? Yes. They sent an email out and people sort of perceived it as a bit of a racial slur. Oh, God. What did they do? You could see where it's... I could actually understand it. They <laughs> were sending out... <laughs> Just not the fact they said a racial the slur, but I could understand where it came from. Yeah. They're sending out an email about the new game coming out at Christmas, Dead Rising 4. Mm-hmm. And in the title, they wanted to make it a zombie noise. Yeah. So they went, narg. Yeah. Which they spelled N-N-N-N-G-G-G-H-H-H-A-A-A-A. Yeah. And some people sort of went, what the hell? And thought they may have been uh, using some very inappropriate language. Yeah, there's um, there's a word, isn't there? For is a linguistical term for words that are still recognisable, even with the vowels taken out. And somebody smarter than me can write in, or my dad will text me and say he's disappointed that I don't know it. But I know um, what you're talking about because you see it on like 
Facebook and stuff where people got, you can read this and it is missing all that, but your brain just puts it all together. Yeah, that's right. So, um, So with that phenomenon in mind, Basically, people just got a bunch of emails from Xbox saying, uh, Dead Rising 4's out, nigger. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but you can sort of understand, like, you just, I could have write something that's a bit zombie. No. Yeah, that'll. Yeah. And then just hit send. They couldn't have gone with brains. Zombies well, can't speak English. That's just limited to single words like brains. Not, in the, not uh, Dead Rising zombies. Yeah. I've never actually played Dead Rising. Really? Yeah, I don't think I have. It's gotten sillier over the years. It was always a bit out there. Dead Rising, Dead Rising, fuck, I can't even, honestly, and I I know I've gone on a rant about zombie games before, because I used to love zombie games, but there are too many of them now. I can't even remember yes. which ones I've played. No, it was Left 4 Dead that I loved, that I was playing. Dead Rising, I don't think I've ever played. That the Yeah, the Left 4 Dead is sort of the multiplayer one where you play with like four players. Yeah. yeah. Run, whereas Dead Rising is a single player where you just run around... Surviving and killing zombies sure. and building ridiculous weapons. Okay. Well, you know, that does sound fun. I'm not going to deny that. That does sound very fun. Mm. But it just wasn't on my radar because, I don't know, I think I played enough Resident Evil back in the day that I'm not really going out looking for more of that. No, I can understand that. Although, I'm actually, I haven't played a Resident Evil game in a long time, but I might be picking up the next one. Oh, really? It looks completely different from Resident Evil games. In what way? actually first person. Oh, okay. Interesting. Look, I love the Resident Evil games. I, I would, if they brought out a new one that, that looked like it could be really good, I would 100% play it. See, they started off like Resident Evil 1 was, it was good. The acting was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> 2 was a great game and then 4 was brilliant and then it just went down. Yeah. 6 was just atrocious. But I think they're just completely reinventing it now. Well, that's what they do now, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> don't create new things, you just reinvent. You can't blame them, it sells. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I just bought, I bought Skyrim again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have that already. Yep. You could have just gone back and played that it's again. It's not even a but... new game. I bought the game again. I don't need to tell you this. You buy games multiple times constantly. Um, I just brought The Witcher 3 again. <laughs> Why? You bought the PC version now? Nope. They have, on the Xbox One, I now own two copies of The Witcher. Right. Because the Game of the Year edition of The Witcher has new achievements. Ah, new achievements. See, they know how to get you, man. Yep. I'm bad for it. I know I have a problem, but I'm okay with it. I've come (laughs) to terms. Yeah, yeah. The first step is realizing that you have a problem. Yep. And then just doing nothing about that problem. Yeah, but that's not affecting me. It doesn't ruin my life. Nope. I don't think. Nope. You work hard for your money, you got to spend it on something. Yeah. Like, if I didn't have this addiction, why would I go to work? Exactly. Should a man not be entitled to the sweat of his brow? Exactly. Fantasy. Never played a Final Fantasy. Uh, we've really? talked about this before. Nobody cares. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, ne- I've never played one. I've never played a Zelda, a Final Fantasy, or a Pokemon game up until Pokemon Go. And you played that for, what, a week? A weekend. A weekend, yep. See, I've played, I've finished quite a few Final Fantasy games, like 3, 7, 10, 13. Um, I've skipped all the online ones because mm-hmm. I don't like playing with people online. Yeah. That's... Just don't care for it. I played Kingdom Hearts, which uh kind of a Final Fantasy game. Mm. 
thing is, you need to commit a lot of time to it. Yeah, sure. And it's not like um with Skyrim, I think, and even for that, you can sort of drop out for a while and then come back into it, and yeah. then you sort of know what you're doing. Final Fantasy can't do that, I don't find. Yeah, sure. It's very much a story, especially the way it is now, half of it's a movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. I swear, with Final Fantasy XIII, I just hit A every now and again and <laughs> watched a movie. Right, so it's like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I'm, very much so. I will say this, though. I'm, I'm enjoying Skyrim, playing it now. And, yep. you know, last week I had a bit of a whinge that I didn't feel it was remastered enough. Yep. I, I, I think you were right, Luke. I think it's just that I, I remember things being better than they actually were at the time. Yep. Because this does have some nice texturing and stuff that I recognize as being new now. And I think it's just the when they show the comparison videos, they show the worst shots of the 360 version and the best shots of the Xbox One version. Yep. <laughs> you know? Because sometimes there will be a sunset and I'll be like, oh, okay, well, that's fucking spectacular. What you remember is completely different. Like... Goldeneye on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> I remember when that came out. It was the most beautiful game ever. Yeah. yeah. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Even Halo. When Halo came out on the Xbox, that was a great game. When they re-released it and they had like the old, you could switch between like the new graphics and the old graphics. It's sort of, yeah, it's not what you remember. And the maps were just like, here's a grey wall. Wow. And that was it. Were, and that's what you thought was amazing. Was that a feature? Could you really switch back and forth in-game? Yep. Oh, that'd be great. See that? But Halo 1 and Halo 2 remasters, it was just, yeah, so all the brand new, great looking graphics, and then this is what you used to play and thought was good. Yeah, see, that's what I want on this, to occasionally remind myself just how good I've got it now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Played a bit of the Halos. I didn't get obs- I'd as like obsessed that. with the Halos as you guys did. Well, it's funny, like, the, I do like the games, but I like the story more, yeah. which I know yeah. I've said before, but I like the universe Microsoft, get into movies. Make a Halo movie. They've tried, man. They've tried. I just I don't know what keeps going wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's a great story. And even the first movie wouldn't be that expensive. Yeah. Because the first movie, he's not in the outfit. Right. Oh, really? It's all about... No, no. The first movie would be about kidnapping six-year-olds. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then training them to become Spartans and yeah. kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, it's a I very did, fucked up story. I did watch Ford Under Dawn. Mm. And that was fucking amazing. Yeah, I just don't know why they can't get like a more mainstream. <laughs> like a a Hollywood release. Why not? It's uh, Yeah. And then they come out with something like uh the Warcraft movie, which I, I didn't even bother seeing, did you? I haven't seen it. I've just heard terrible things about and it. It looked awful. It yeah, looked the like tra- a I saw the trailer. And the trailer looked terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say the Assassin's Creed movie looks like it might be good, mm. but I, I don't want to hold my breath. No, like it's there aren't really a lot of good, yeah, game movies. The first Resident Evil was a great, oh yeah, movie. I I'm purposely not seeing that ever again because I don't want to ruin my memory of that movie because my yep. memory of that movie is very very positive. That was. I still think a great movie. Then they kept going. Yeah. And I think there's, what, six of them now Oh, my God. The second one was awful. Like, yes. straight away. It wasn't like a, like a decline like with the Rocky movies. No. Second one was terrible. And then the third one, I remember watching the start of it, and there was a desert, and they were post-apocalyptic yep. world yep. with driving trucks, and I just went, nah, I'm done. 
So I don't know what's happening in it now. Speaking of post-apocalyptic truck movies, right? Mm-hmm. You watch Mad Max Fury Road, right? No, I haven't You still haven't yet. watched it. No. You should watch it, man. It's good. I know. It's a good movie. I want to watch it. There's the black and white version of it I want to watch. Yeah, and Dr. George says that's the version he wants you to watch too. Really? Yeah, he said, okay. I would have done this in black and white if the studio would let me. Um, you know, I tried to make it quite monochromatic anyway. Um, yep. But now that I can do the Blu-ray and I can do whatever I want, it's in black and white and that's the real movie. But that will be the way I'll watch it then. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see it again too. There is a Chinese Mad Max knockoff movie coming out called Mad Sheila. And Mad Sheila? It, that sounds Australian. Yeah, well, they've tried to make it Australian. It is the Chinese doing a Mad Max movie. But Mad Max is a chick and it basically looks like Fury Road. Um, I think I want to see that too. Yeah, yeah. There's a full trailer out for it. So I'll, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Yep. Do we know if they're making a new Mad Max yet? Uh, he, there was talk of it, but I don't know if anything was confirmed, actually. Yeah. I really hope that they don't make a, a direct sequel, because none of the Mad Max movies have been a, a sequel, ever. No, that's right, which is kind of what's made it good. It's, it's just a mythology. Yeah, like, it's just people sitting around the, the campfire telling a story, and there's just a guy Max in it. Yeah, that's right, who may or may not be a real person, even. Yep. And so I really want them to, if they do make a sequel, they need to stick with that. I think that's what makes it work. Yeah, I agree. The problem is that um, Furiosa was so popular a character in Fury Road that I worry they're going to want the next one to be a direct sequel so that she can be in it again. Because that's how Hollywood works. Yeah, and I do understand as well because that's how you make And it's called show business, not show art. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like art movies. <laughs> I saw one last night that you would have hated. I went when I was in New York. I went to the Met. Yeah, right. I don't get art. <laughs> yeah, just fair enough. Don't understand it. That's a contemporary art gallery, though, right? Because I explain contemporary art to me. It's it's not just pretty paintings. It's all weird stuff that you've got to know the symbolism. There of. were like big children's play blocks. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a display, and I went, that's just children's play blocks <laughs> See, made bigger. I'm convinced that the art movement is a conspiracy against us to keep seeing what we as a society will accept under the blanket term of art. Because it used to be that you had to be fucking Michelangelo standard, right? Paint, yep. and, paint or sculpt in complete realism. And everyone's like, yeah, this is good art, dude. Well done. And now you can put children's blocks in a gallery and the gallery itself somehow transmutes the concept of art into whatever you've put on there. I can beat this. Go on. I was reading somewhere. I forget where I was reading it. So this is back to our maybe true, maybe not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a dream. A dream. Yep. <laughs> that uh, there was a, a museum was having a competition. Yeah. So everyone was submitting things. One of the artists got the... People, the janitors to sweep up all the rubbish in the area yeah. for, for a few weeks, sweep it all into one area, and that was his display, just the rubbish. <laughs> that was there anyway. And he won. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, he didn't do anything. No, no, exactly right. That's not art. <laughs> Except it is, and that's infuriating. I'm on your side, Luke. I'm on your side. I do like 
paintings and stuff, but I just yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm never going to a museum again. Pretty <laughs> that much was the it. Moral of the story. Done. Tried it once, wasn't for me. <laughs> I tried art. I didn't understand yep. it. Addicted pornography. It's so much easier. You want to talk about the woman who swapped sex for tacos? Okay. Nachos. Did she actually Excuse swap me, or nachos. just try to? Um, she never got her nachos. Is the uh, the kind and of and was she trying story. to give the nachos for sex? No, she she was trying to solicit sex for mm-hmm. cash and nachos. She said, uh, "So it, it was an and or an or." Yeah, it costs no, 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 and it costs this much. But I'm also quite hungry, so you do have to drive me to a nachos place after this and and get me my nachos. And it was there that uh, that she and her John were apprehended, arrested. That was just a date. Yeah, see, that's what you could have argued, right? Hmm. Like, what? Why are you taking the prostitute? What, would I really take my prostitute? To get nachos. No, we're on a date, obviously. <laughs> yeah, this this dirty street-walking slapper and I are on a date currently yep. at Taco Bell. <laughs> You'd have to try it, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you would have to try. Have we talked about the conundrum or the kind of paradox on this podcast before, how in certain states of America, prostitution is illegal, but pornography is legal. So if you have sex with a prostitute, you can be arrested unless you film it. In which case, you're not breaking any laws. That can't be true. Because you can pay can someone to have sex with you on camera. You just can't pay someone to have sex with you for no reason. Did I have to have a license to film porn, though? Well, I think Cause- laws are changing now because I think I was reading that there's... Oh, no. They've introduced condom laws in California, which means you can't shoot any pornography without a condom. Yeah, that's why the porn industry sort of left California and went to Florida. Yeah, Florida, that's I think right. They shoot now. it all in Miami now. Yeah, because yeah, and that'll just continue to happen. Like, they just keep moving it around. Yep. No one wants condoms. <laughs> all right, you keep your own personal politics out of this, Luke. Hey, no, no, I'm all for porn mm-hmm. because porn will get us VR. Yeah, true. Because it happened with VHS and Betamax. Happened Blu-ray and HD DVD. Yep. And now porn have now jumped onto VR as well. Yes, they have. So that will be pushing that forward a lot because there's nothing on VR at the moment. No, true. But once there's a home video market for it, people start just putting all sorts of content on. Yep. Yeah. It's funny how like everyone's very hush-hush about porn and it's been happening for years, but then it drives the market so much. Yeah, so true. In fact... Did you read this article about the, uh, the virtual blowjobs? No. Okay. So, you've heard perhaps of uh, cam porn, right? Where yep. you, uh, you watch somebody live on their webcam, uh, you interact with them in real time, you give them money and suggestions, let's say. Yep. Uh, they... Your, for your dog. There's now a device that uh, allows you to get a virtual blowjob from your cam artist. You both need a part of it, so uh, you kind of have to have the hardware and the software. And okay. um, so you, you log in, you choose your, your person, and uh, you, slip, you slip your half of the uh, device over yourself, specifically the penis. 
Yep. And um, and then your uh, your cam model collates the uh, the object that she has, and uh, based on the sensations she's causing, uh, you feel it. That's a pretty cool device. Yeah. So it you know it just kind of gives you a sense of realism. She can easier back off, go for it. You feel it all. There'd be a cheaper version, wouldn't you, where you could just hit play on another video and it just does it for you without having to pay them extra money. Yes, so that happens too. So um, you, yep. can, you can experience it live or you can, um, you can roll a, a prepaid, pre, pre-recorded clip um, and the data is recorded. But then recorded. you're going to have to think, this is something else that she's done for someone else. Yeah, that's right. So you're getting someone else's blowjob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like getting two blowjobs and going and giving one to a friend. Mm. But the, uh, I think what will end up happening more often than not is rather than paying for someone else's blowjob, as many people as they want can pay for a generic blowjob. Mm. I need to, where's this device? I want to see it. Uh, yeah. If, There's a picture of hers. Yeah. I think it's hers. I would assume so, unless that's just a, uh, you know. A vibrator. Stock photo, yeah. Um, by the way, we, we, didn't, uh, we didn't mention the name of this uh, service. It's called Blowcast. So, <laughs> I want that to put out there. So, the, uh, the device itself is called the Kiru Pearl, vibrating dildo that has been packed by Cam Soda to collect sensory data as the model fillets the device. The data is then uploaded to a repository on Blowcast, and the user can select a blowjob based on the model and the user reviews. Oh, okay, so perhaps you can't get it live, but I'm assuming you will be at some. Yeah, that, that won't be far away, yeah. but user reviews of the blowjob I'm about to get? Or maybe I would. Imagine you could get that in real life, you know? Maybe that'd, maybe that'd save you on some... Uh, oh, they like teeth. You don't need them for what you're doing. No comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, um, I'm not making this up. The, the scientific term for the technology of, um, of uh, remote sensory uh, sex toys is called teledildonics. <laughs> so that's probably the name of this podcast, uh, and it's most definitely the name of, of the science behind this. All right, I'm going to click away from that page now, because I otherwise I'll just keep reading. Too distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Before we... Uh, before we get off sex news completely with our sex toy news. We do have some dick news as well. We do. Did you, uh, did you happen to hear about the new makeup trend that is sweeping young girls across the world, particularly in America? It's called Dick Liner. I've just clicked on the link. What the hell? Yeah, so you've heard of, you've heard of eyeliner, which is where yep. you get a little black pencil, you draw a line around your eye. No, no one really knows why anyone does that, but it's pretty... Pretty well established. Yeah, it's something that people do yeah. for God knows what reason. Yeah. Uh, now girls are drawing a dick around their eye. Dick and balls. Any reason? Well, I don't know about a reason, but I can tell you how this all got started. Right? Oh, this is good when you know where it starts yeah. from. So a girl on Twitter decided to just draw a dick on her eye. Um, because she was watching a lot of makeup tutorials and a lot of things were pretty complicated and took a really long time to do every day and she was like well you know if you're going to go to that length to put on eyeliner you may as well just fucking draw a dick on your face so she did yep. took a picture of it and put it on twitter so just making fun of it yeah yeah so the kind of uh the ridge that's created when you have an open eyelid 
she just basically continued that on both sides, put a little couple of balls on one side and the head on the other side. Yeah. Uh, and I think, she, yeah, as you say, she was taking the piss, right? This was, yep. this was a satire. But, of course, the internet doesn't know the subtlety of satire. No. Right? So now everyone's just doing it completely unironically. Well, one of the pictures here, they, it's, it's, it looks like the penis is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Silver, glittery cum. See, it's a, it's a shame I don't com. go out go out anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I could see you, people you in nightclubs wearing this. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm quite happy I don't go out anymore. No. I don't want to see this. No, you don't. You don't. The last time I went out um, was the last day of the Mayan calendar, right? And there, was, there were girls all over Sydney walking around with T-shirts that said, fuck me, the world is ending. And uh, that's when I knew I was just too old and cynical to, to be amongst the young people anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I can't do it anymore. No. Yeah, I just typed Dick Liner into YouTube and there's lots of videos with views and... <laughs> yeah. How-to videos. How-to videos, yeah. Yep. How to dick liner, Step drawing one, draw a penis a on your eyelids. See, when you see the word dick liner, you think perhaps uh, perhaps it's eyeliner for your dick, mm. you know, to really accentuate yeah. the, uh, the details. Yes, but uh, not, not, not but it's eyeliner not that. with a dick. I don't really know which one's worse, though, to be honest. I'm probably not likely to do either, quietly. Yeah, but you're more likely to see... The eye, yeah. dick thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in very few scenarios where I'm looking at dicks anyway. Yeah. Made up or not. Yep. So, um, oh, Matt's not here. Oh, yeah, Matt's not here. Matt, uh, Matt made the trip from uh, the east coast of America to the west coast, the Oregon Trail, and um, as far as we know, um, he's died of dysentery. Yep. Yep. So good no, on you, Matt. That, 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 that's it for Matt. But uh, if he had been at home, yeah, he might have been able to see some porn. Man, this is a this is an adults only episode of this podcast, it isn't it? Really, is I don't know why. Yeah, I know. Well, that's just the world we live in, man. I mean, that's just the yeah. week we've had. Yep. But uh, yeah, over at Boston, so Matt's Rhode Island. Oh yeah, yeah, that's his hood down the road. Yep. Yep. Um, woman sort of was sitting down on Thanksgiving Day to watch um. Parts Unknown. Anthony Bourdain. Yep. 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 Cooking and travel she, show. Yep. What she actually ended up seeing was 30 minutes of hardcore transvestite porn. Oh, right. Uh, also called Parts Unknown, mm-hmm. one would assume. I would assume so. So did she make the mistake and she was actually on the adults only channel or well, was this mislabeled? Here's the thing where it's getting very, very tricky because I've actually somehow been following this story <laughs> as it as it breaks, <laughs> as it breaks. So this woman she tweeted that, "Hey, this is what I'm watching right now, CNN. What's going on?" Yeah, and she then she said like it went on for about half an hour. She's now made her Twitter private because she kept getting yeah abused and dick pics sent to her. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Because that's the first, perfect, first thing to do. You should send dick pics to people. Yeah, that's all you can do, really. God, I'm happy I'm not a girl on the internet. But then, um, We're just the ones who send see, the pics. Yeah. Cripple4 at Snapchat. <laughs> yep, Cripple4. You can find me. Send me all the dick pics you like. Uh, um, I must then... say, Luke, just before we continue on, 
mm-hmm. for for a, for an app that I feel was probably invented uh, to show each other our genitals. Um, yep. I've only ever received Snapchat nudes from you. Uh, yep. Yeah. Or that, more that, to the point, that. from your wife, but of you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm just putting that out there. There's no no I... editorial. I'm not making a point. I'm just I'm just yep. just stating a fact. I think we're too old to be getting all the nude photos sent to yeah, us. Yeah, clearly. I think we just missed that part of... If we were like 10 years younger... Imagine if they had this shit when now. we were in high school. Like, can you... Even... Maybe 20 years younger now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... It's... Oh, God. So was it's this woman... two years. Yeah, I know. We're 20 years. Yeah, but this woman. So she said this. Scene then came out yep. and went, look, it's not us. The cable operator, they've screwed up. Okay, but they do admit that something was broadcast. Well, they did, but now they've gone, no, we didn't. Okay. So they did come out first to say, yes, there was something, and they blamed someone else, but now everyone's come out and said, no, it didn't happen. So now I don't know if it's true or not. (laughs) Did anyone else document this while it was on, or is this woman the only one who claims to have seen it? It appears to be this woman's the only one who's seen it. Well, A, that's terrible ratings, and CNN should really take a good hard look at what, <laughs> what time slot they're putting Anthony Bourdain, no reservations. Not no reservations. Uh, parts unknown. Parts unknown, yeah. But yeah, it's just weird because this story just, a lot of news sites picked up on this. And yeah, from the looks of it, they only had one confirmed report. <laughs> and it wasn't really confirmed. It was someone on Twitter. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, that does smell suspicious, doesn't it? Mm. Except if they if if they initially came out first and said, "Oh, it's not us. It's it's the broadcaster, not the broadcaster. Yeah. The, the the cable. What did you say? The cable like provider." The, the, yeah, CNN actually came out and went. The RCN cable operator in Boston aired inappropriate content for thirty minutes on CNN last night. CNN has asked for an explanation. So they've actually come out and said it was a thing. Look, it might be different in America, and- but when I worked in broadcast TV in Australia. The actual channel itself broadcast its own signal. Mm. So th- there, was no, there was no cable su- cable provider getting in the way of that and switching over yep. a feed, you know, especially to something yeah. else with, uh, with the same title. I mean, that's just, that's just an absurd coincidence. So what, but you know, I mean. Even they came out and we're in the process of researching it. Yeah, so that's what yeah, I mean. They... So the fact that they quickly said it's not our fault means but that... But no, even the cable provider went, we're researching the incident now to work out what happened. Really? And then now they're coming and went, no, it's not true. Yeah, so and now they realise like... only one person saw it. Yeah. Now it's, now it's he said, she said. But, yeah, this sort of really went through a lot of news sites and the internet very quickly. Or one person maybe making a joke or... Yeah, that's true. Maybe it was, maybe it was they walked in on their son, <laughs> and he's, ah, oh, no, 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 this is meant to be Anthony Bourdain's parts unknown. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and these parts are very unknown. <laughs> yeah, look, maybe I mean, very I, I, I always think that. I, I think that every behind every hoax, scandal, or uh, conspiracy, there's a teenage boy who knows he's done the wrong thing. Yep, you know. Like that old woman who's being accused of uh, wrongfully downloading illegal video games. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, yes, maybe that's a mistake, but more likely there's a teenage boy living in her house that knows exactly yep. what's going on. Like, I'm just going to duck over to Grandmaster, download these games, and then go home. That's right. Yes. That's but yeah, I, I'd like to think it was true, but I don't think it is, but I just find it funny. Well, let me try this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here mm-hmm. and actually search for Parts Unknown Transsexual Porn. <laughs> Good luck with that. I just want to see if, if there is a real film called that. I just want you to know I'm taking one for the team here because I'm seeing a lot of crazy shit right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to try. Look, all I can find are other articles that link to this. What I can't... Do you have safe search on? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Does anyone have safe search on? Why does that even exist? If you've got kids. Man, if I had kids, I just wouldn't have an internet in my... You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, if, if they're on the internet, I'm sitting behind them watching what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mate, if I was left unsupervised as a kid in a time where there was an internet, I'd never have left the I, house. I remember when the internet was becoming a thing. Yeah. So dial-up modems, I could still find porn. Yeah. I remember when the internet was that you had to know the phone number of the person's modem you wanted to dial in to look at their web page. Yep. And we still found porn. Yes, and it, today it's just so much easier. Just go to Google Image Search and type boobs. Yeah, type in parts unknown. <laughs> I'm actually going to just Google that. <laughs> just to see you, if that comes up with porn. You can't help it, can you? What, in an image no. search? Yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Parts unknown. Spell that right. Or right. Anthony Bourdain, as far as I can see. Yeah. Although, doesn't Google base it on your own usage? Like, if, if I'm more likely to look up Anthony Bourdain than transvestite porn, it would know it, right? Google would know that. I would assume so, yes. Yeah. So, listeners, righty, did you find transvestite porn or Anthony Bourdain? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd love if it was Matt was here and he was going, no, guys, what are you talking about? I'm getting all tranny porn. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've got no training porn here. No, neither. Disappointing. <laughs> so, is this old news too, or are Road One tickets going on sale tomorrow? From what I've... Because oh, I've been trying to buy tickets for the last month. Yeah. Because I want to go to the midnight screening, and I also want to go to, like, the fancy cinema with the reclining chairs, and they bring you drinks. Yes. So I've been looking out for it, because I don't go to the pleb chump theatre anymore. No, I don't do that either. Like, I don't want people I don't know sitting next to me, being able to touch me. I want my own chair and, yep. Yeah, yeah. So from what I've seen, tickets go on sale tomorrow, which I still think is very late. Yeah. I mean, this is a movie that comes out in only a couple of weeks. Yeah. I Didn't Star Wars go on sale, like, um, six weeks early? I'll be in like, third world seven? country when this comes out. I'd better be able to find a good cinema to watch this in. You don't need a good cinema. <laughs> yeah. You just need no one sitting next to you. Yeah, that's right. Well... It's not going to happen. Rogue One. Yep. Um, yeah, so tickets finally go on sale tomorrow, I believe. So I'm going to be trying to get midnight screenings in the fancy cinema. If I don't, I'm not going to midnight. Yeah. I don't need you to don't go need to midnight to, yeah, screenings yeah, anymore. You may as well see it comfortably the next morning. Episode 8, I would. Yeah. But Rogue One, I could hold off. For some reason, I find I'm considering this one more of a main story than a, than a side 
than a side uh, standalone film because because it is about the plans for the Death Star. Yeah, it's it's actually about a story we actually know. Yeah. No, but from what I've heard though is. This might be the first trial to see if they continue making more standalone movies down the track. Yeah, that's true. Like staying away from like the the Skywalker story, which is yeah, the actual saga, and just going out and doing everything else. Which I'm really hoping they do. From the trailer, this looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. And but it still looks like a Star Wars movie. What I which I love. Mm. But what I'm interested in is I read a, a review the other day. Not a review. I read an article about how the Han Solo standalone movie is going to be truly standalone. You know, it, it's, it's going to be like a space western. And yep, which I'm fine with. Yeah, me too. Like, I think, yeah, tell the stories that they need to, as they need to be told. Did you guys talk about last week the fact that they announced there's going to be no opening crawl on this movie? No. Yeah. Did you read that, though? No opening crawl. No, I haven't. They said they're going to continue doing the opening crawl for the main saga. Yeah, but the standalone movies are going to just, you know, they're not going to they're not going to force them into that motif. I can sort of understand that a bit yeah. because, like, the the saga is sort of like giving you a bit of rundown of what's been happening, and then goes into the movie because there's a bit of time between everything. Whereas this is just going to be its own thing. Yeah, this is the story you're seeing. Because so, I'm looking forward to this one. Han Solo, I think, can be good stories. I hope they go with the original Han Solo character, not the one that George Lucas then created after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, like, the watered-down Han Solo. Yeah, we want just this guy that will shoot first, drink, womanizer. I want That's who to, we want. I want them to edit back into A New Hope the discarded scenes from the first Elstree shoot of the cantina scene where when they come in, He's got a prostitute on his knee. He gives her a yep. kiss, slaps her on the ass, and she walks off so he can talk man's business. Yep. Bring that back. Yeah. We did talk about last week about how he was, uh, during that, he was sort of maybe having a bit of fun with Carrie Fisher. Yeah, evidently. I always had a feeling that was a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he was 30 and handsome. She was 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no, she was she was nineteen. Oh, nineteen. Okay. Yes, yes. She was nineteen, and a couple of years before he was divorced. But don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, I'm actually going to read that book. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I also said last week that you haven't heard that. Yeah, I would still sleep with Carrie Fisher. Oh, 100 percent. One hundred percent. Today. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can arrange it. Okay, sweet. I can do that. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah, totally. My my other one, I I'd I'd sleep with her and I'd sleep with Debbie Harry from Blondie. Yes, Deborah, she's still got it. Yeah, yeah, man, she's still punk as fuck. Yeah, like I, I saw her play. I was quite a, about ten years ago now, but she was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debbie Harry. Yep, she'll always be. All right now, this one we did leave Stranger Things. Oh yeah, Stranger Things producer adapting. Sesame Street adaptation. What the actual fuck? Is it going to be a dark, twisted thing? Well, I mean, if you think about it, Sesame Street's a bit weird to begin with, right? Yeah, but I just think that doesn't this guy sort of, you know, he's got like strange things, you have a bit more play. This seems like a job you take to pay the bills. <laughs> the Sesame Street movie? Yeah. Yeah, you could be right. 
Does he need to pay <laughs> bills, though, after... Uh, I mean, you would assume it, the entire cast and crew of Stranger Things are absolutely rolling in it. Are they, though? Because that would have all been paid beforehand. Yeah, true, but surely they're all on board for season two. Oh, they'd have... Well, they are now because they went with the making it a year after, not ten years. Yes, that's so right. everyone should be back. But, I mean, there's a character in Sesame Street. Because Sesame Street's set in New York City. There's normal people. There's normal kids. Then there's a big bird. And the big bird has an imaginary friend that's a woolly mammoth. Like, that's pretty now, are they gonna? are they bringing Snuffleupagus back? Because he had to go away because you can't have imaginary friends anymore. <laughs> did you know what I got rid of Is him? Is that what happened? Yeah, because Big Bird used to have his imaginary friend stuff like this, yeah. who he'd tell secrets to. Yeah. Well, no, you shouldn't. But for kids, like, yeah, <laughs> having something bad happen telling your imaginary friend instead of telling... Your parents. A parent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But I had to get rid of him. That's great. Which I think is sort of sad. Yeah, it is sad. I mean, for the same reason that they got rid of the cookie monster because he glorified overeating. It's like, well, be that as it may, I still understood as a kid that he was a fucking glutton. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I never understood that. Like, I never, because I grew up watching it. I never had this big urge to start eating a lot of cookies. No, no. I didn't have an urge to live in a garbage bin. Just because fucking Oscar made it look good. No, yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't understand. Like, we turned out fine, I think. Yeah, I think we were right. Uh, do we want a whole bunch of kids that turned out like us, though? Maybe maybe we're coming at this from the wrong uh, angle. Yeah. Did you see that episode of Sesame Street? No, you, you wouldn't remember it from when you were a kid, but I, I've since seen this clip online. Somebody shared it with me. Where mm-hmm. Big Bird learns about death. No, I don't think I have seen that Somebody one. Somebody from the town, and I think it was Mr. Cooper, passes away. And I think the main, mm-hmm. the actual actor might have died in real life, so they wrote it into the script that he died. Okay. And then the people on the street explain death to Big Bird, who's confused about where Mr. Cooper has gone. Mm. And they do it in a no-holds-barred, no-bullshit, really honest and direct way. Awesome, which is the way it should be done. Yeah, absolutely. I think what, what I really learned about death was in Robotech. <laughs> yep. That was the first thing I sort of watched where a character died and never came back. Oh, that's interesting. I learned about love from Robotech. Hmm. That scene where, um, where they kiss above the birthday cake. Yep. And then he's asleep and she pulls a blanket over him. Like, that's when I, that was the first time I thought to myself, oh, being in love must be nice. Hmm. It is, it is amazing what we pick up from things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And Robotech, man. Only it knew. God, I love it. I started watching it again. Did you? Does it hold up? Yeah. I, well, I've watched. I've been watching it for years, mm. <laughs> and I yeah, I just haven't. It's been a while since. And it's. I think it still holds up. Mate, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Yep. No. No. I've. Yeah. I, I used to own all the DVDs, but then I got rid of all my DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And now I just watch it. Yeah. They keep talking about making another series, a movie, just. Do something already. Think of it. Yeah. Come to think of it, I've still got to catch up on the new uh, Voltron series. I watched the first episode of it and it was really good. Oh, yes, good. I'm glad you said that because I really want this to be good. Like, yeah, I watched it and I haven't... It was late at night and I went, this is out, awesome. Started watching it and, yeah, it was 
I enjoyed it. Right. It was an amazing story. It's about how they sort of find the lines again and where they've been and now they have to work together to fight and win and yeah, it's that's great. I went to a uh, a little con, um, just a really little con in a in a shopping mall a couple of weekends ago on yep. uh, these big robots, not just Voltron, but what's what's the term for it? Japanese have a term for the big robots that I can never remember. Um, no, no. Hang on, let no. me, let me, let me. Japan. Um. There's the Gungan, no, Gungan, um, Gundam. Yeah, stuff. is it that? I think that's actually just a show, though. Yeah, but there's a word. Anyway, there's. Yeah, a it's w- definitely not Gungan. No, it's it's definitely not Gungan. Um, you can leave all this in, Matt. Yep. We can stumble around this while somebody at home is going, "Oh my god, I can't believe you don't know the fucking word." I'm like, especially when you're telling me a story that you are at a fucking con of this. <laughs> Um, giant robot names. Um, Mecha, mm. Mex. It's it's not it's something real Japanese sounding. Um, no, I can't find anything. Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, there's not much of a story to go along with this either. So, Matt, you can you can determine if any of this even makes it into the podcast. <laughs> I did just find something though. Go on. Remember ages ago we spoke about the. Japan versus America giant robot fight? Yes. It hasn't happened yet. Okay, but it is happening? Um, I found a story from July this year where it says, last year we promised a giant robot fight between Japan and America, and a new update explains why we're going to have to wait. Ah, uh, and why Make are we going to have to wait? What is this bullshit? Um, I think it's money. Ah, uh, well, that makes Because it would be hard to tr- make these things travel because they're not... Yeah, you Light. probably have to either build them where you want them to be or give them some kind of sentience and let them walk across the ocean on their own accord. One thing I also think it was is the fact that the American one was pretty much just giant guns on a robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one of the rules that Japan had was fists. Yeah. Or at best a sword, right? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, not not just guns. Yeah, and I think because if you're going to where... do that, you may as well not have a robot. Yeah. So draw plenty of viewers. I'm just sure trying to find why. I don't know. I'll dis- we'll discuss this more next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll give some follow up. Yeah, we won't. We never do. But no. If we were going to follow up on anything, giant robots that fight would be it, though. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.